And in we go to the Real Money Show. The number for contact is one eight seven seven eight silver Online to guildhallwealth.com. Pick up the investor kit, the precious metal advisor. And a reminder, till the end of this month, a couple days, if you're uh, shopping on the e-store, which you should try, 100-ounce bar, you purchase one of those, you will get a one-ounce silver maple leaf uh, right till the end of this month. Uh, Jeremy, uh, let's get right into this right away. You and Paul are here. you got a ton of information to uh, to broadcast uh, this morning. So we're gonna, uh, let me just start with this one right away. Uh, news came out. Prices were lower this week. Uh, the media is out there doing their usual spin, trying to get everybody to panic. Prices going down. Dump it. Get rid of it. What's the truth? Well, first of all, we haven't seen that much of a pullback in the market. We've been in these markets for over 10 years, and I can tell you to watch the price of silver, for example, drop from a high of 48 down to 40, and then 32 is a is a massive pullback in the market. That first happened at the end of 2000, in mid 2011, and then we saw another pullback in 2013, I believe, when we when we broke down below the twenty dollar level. Mm-hmm. And of course, that that officially would have ended the the bull market that ran for over ten years. So here we are. The market is sliding slightly to lower lower moves here. I think silver's held above its its lows for this. For this market, and gold has just fallen just below that 11:30 mark for the first time. But at the end of the day, look, these are very low movements in the market. The financial media wants to get on board and, and say, "Oh my gosh, it's it's it, the bubble has burst or something." And at the end of the day, the market really hasn't done a whole lot for anyone to panic. But I'll tell you who's really panicking in these markets, John: the bullion dealers. There is Why? no physical product out there. When the price goes down, the physical market picks up like crazy and people are buying as much as they possibly can because those that know understand that this product is extremely undervalued. Now, the U.S. Mint stopped selling coins first week of July. That was before this week and the pullback. And the production is not going to come into probably past August the 7th and all the product is allocated and you know the the theory is out there is that JP Morgan is picking up most of this silver product from the mint and storing it and hoarding it the, the strange thing is though is as we're you know taping this show silver's trading you know in the 1460 1470 range Last week when I mentioned on the show, the U.S. dollar was like $1.27, $1.28. It worked out to 1877 Well, if we take it at today's price, it's 1911 Wow. So in actual fact, silver's not gone down. It's the U.S. dollar that's strengthened, that's actually you know, weakened the Canadian dollar, the Australian dollar, the New it's Zealand. Offset, right? I mean, you know, every currency is being, you know, smacked down uh, against the U.S. dollar. But Again, $19.11 Canadian is what you're paying for a 1460 spot price on U.S. And what's being traded is paper. You know, paper trades, you know, last week or actually Sunday night, there was a sell-off uh, in actually in, in, on the Shanghai Exchange. They plummeted five ton of gold in one shot. They put five ton of gold into the market. Gold dropped $50. It soon went back up $25, but that does help to move the market down. Who in their right mind would put five ton of gold in straight away? Why wouldn't you piece it off, ladder it off, put in so much every day um, and and take your full price? Because if you're going to put five ton, you're not going to get that price 
the price that you're asking all at once because there's going to be lower bids and lower bids and lower bids. What they did is they put that in to knock out all the people that had stop sales in gold and silver because what that did is help plummet the price down and somebody out there was buying back up the paper. As Jeremy said, there's no physical product. We're back ordered from the mint. Maples are anywhere from three to four weeks, silver maples. 10-ounce bars of silver from the mint, we don't even know. It's an undetermined delivery. It's summertime, yes. You know, maybe there's a few people off at the mint, but they run normally, you know, two, three shifts a day. Even if they lost a shift, there would still be product. There should be stockpiling. But instead, when the prices come down, the smart money comes in, steps in and buys up the product. We are fortunate enough to be able to deliver product to our clients because we do keep an inventory. With the price plummeting, or not what you can't call plummeting from fourteen eighty to fourteen seventy or fourteen sixty is not ten twenty cents is here neither here nor there. We had one customer come in and bought him four ounces of gold to sell. Everybody else is buying. I've had one <laughs> sell order in three weeks where somebody's brought physical product in and wanted to sell it to turn it into cash. So what does that tell you about the market? What does it tell you about paper? Paper is for the tourists, as far as I'm concerned. The smart money will buy physical. It doesn't matter if it goes down 20 cents, 50 cents a dollar. Buy it every month. It doesn't matter. You're going to cost average because sooner or later, if we look back at 2011, silver was $49. Gold, you know, was $1,920, $1,930 US. Today we're trading just under $1,100 in gold and we're trading at 1470 silver. It's a bargain. It's an absolute bargain. And most people out there know, even if you're a small investor and you're buying a 10-ounce bar of silver, you know, for $1,660, $170, you put it away every week, every month. Because I can tell you, sooner or later, silver is going to explode because all the paper that's being traded on gold and silver, once that market starts to move and the short players will have to cover, they're going to have to go out and buy physical product to cover their because people want to take deliveries, they're not going to be able to get it. They're not going to be able to find that product. So this is a great time to buy. If you want to go, if you want to buy a physical product, again, at Guildhall, we only carry physical product. We don't sell equities. We don't sell ETFs, certificates, futures, options on futures. We sell the physical product. If you want to buy it, take it home, that's great. If you want to put it in our depository, you can do that. It's safe, secure, allocated, segregated. You can do that. If you want to put money into a TFSA, or an RSP, we are partnered with Questrade. They are the custodian of the product. We just buy the product. It goes into a safe, secure depository. You get the bar numbers. There are several different ways that I've just explained to you to buy it. First thing you've got to do is make that phone call, go to our website, go to our e-commerce store. You can open an account online, and you can order products straight away. One eight seven seven eight silver is that number. Guildhallwealth.com is online. Uh, Jeremy, uh, you mentioned physical. There's none around. Well, we know who loves physical, India and China. What about them? Yeah, so China came out this week. They said how much they have, and the entire gold and silver community laughed at uh, at the irony of it all because everyone who can do a little bit of analysis knows that they've accumulated a lot of gold over the years. And uh, I think uh, Jim Rickards, 
uh, said it best because he just said, "Look, they're they they're com- trying to comply with the IMF. They want to be involved in the in the special drawing rights, so they're gonna they're gonna undercut what they probably own." And of course, then the weird thing that came out this week is is then basically the markets went down. China was trying to punish Russia, uh, sorry, China for holding gold at all, and that makes no sense because the price went down, which means China could buy more. Mm. None of it really makes sense. If we just look through the fog of it all, we know that China is has an insatiable appetite for gold. Of course, they're going to undercut what they've what they actually have accumulated because they want to continue to accumulate. And if you really want to buy something, you want to buy it as cheap as possible. So no one is happier about a small pullback in gold than China at this point. So we know that they're accumulating. We know that Russia's accumulating. We know that India's accumulating. We know that India already purchased more than a quarter percent of the world's production this year. So there's a massive amount of physical, and there's no there's no question why we're why we're short on physical product. And the reason is, is these countries, these sovereign countries, want to diversify and protect themselves against the dollar. Yes, the dollar has been very strong recently. These recent things don't last forever. The U.S. dollar, the, a strong U.S. dollar is not good for the U.S. economy. It's not good for the stock market eventually. And it will. it's a wonder why it's as high as it is. You'd think that the central banks would want to maneuver it down a little lower th- from here. It will happen eventually. We know that fiat currencies are only as strong as the faith in them, and people are losing that faith. Well, the interesting thing is as well is a lot of the companies are you know, reporting their profits. Uh, these are public traded companies uh, on the TSX or even like in New York Stock Exchange and the NASDAQ. And they're all complaining about the same thing. Their profits are down because they're trading in a, in a currency, in world currencies. Most of the U.S. companies are big companies. Between 40 to 60 percent of their business is outside America. And they're getting killed on the currency. So their profits are not as good as they should be. So what do they do? They buy back stock. You know, it's buying back your own stock. They're not putting money into equipment. They're not putting money into staff. Most companies are cutting back on staff. They're not definitely not buying any uh, new equipment. So these are interesting times. I think this is a great opportunity to buy physical product, buy gold and silver, put it away. You know, every birthday for my grandkids, I give them an ounce of gold. I've been doing it. My, grand, my oldest grandchild is nine years old. Gold was trading at $500. We went up as high as $19. But even now, at $1,100, if I was to give my grandkid $500 on every birthday, she is still much better off with the gold. Because even if gold is trading at $1,100 US, that's you know close to $1,500 Canadian. She's nine years old. She's got nine ounces of gold. I have a grandson, seven or eight rather. He's got you know eight ounces of gold. It's better than giving them the cash. And I think eventually we will hit 2,000 gold and 5,000 gold and eventually 10,000 gold because when all these fiat currencies crash, and they will crash, you know, we've now got Greece off the table. It's great. Nobody is interested in Greece. All the people voted to, for non-austerity and, you know, the government came in and said, okay, you should have it. It's actually BS. Six months' time, this, you know... Bad penny will come back to the table and it will be the same thing all over again. Lend, lend us more money.
I still can't go over the fact that your grandkids have so much more gold than I do. Uh, we'll take a short break. When we come back, we'll talk about currency. You. I could adopt you. <laughs> That'd be great. We'll talk about that and uh, why people are buying so much more. So stick around. Uh, 1-877-87-SILVER uh, is the number. Online to guildhallwealth.com. Real Money Show. Talk radio. AM 640. The number to get a hold of the guys, one eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealthcom You want to check out the e-store, how to use your RSP, TFA to, uh, TFSA to invest as well. Let's talk, about, uh, let's talk about currencies, shall we? What do you think? Well, look, we, we've seen the U.S. dollar getting stronger right yep. now, and that's where a lot of people's focus goes to right away. And in having a strong U.S. dollar means that you're going to see lower gold and silver prices. As we mentioned in the last segment, it's not as if the the gold and silver prices are collapsing from where they are. They really aren't. You're looking at less than 1% drops in the market. So at the end of the day, we want to keep an eye on that U.S. dollar. It's had a very strong move recently. That's not going to be sustained in my opinion. I think, of, I think it has to come down to support U.S. businesses, uh, support the stock market. And of course, there is currency wars going on. So what does the currency wars mean? Currency wars mean that a lower dollar is better for imports and exports. It means that you'll be able to export your goods, make more money, get the economy going. Every country is in a race to the bottom. You don't, see, you don't really see countries raising rates, although you did see that in one country, in, in Switzerland. You're seeing mostly countries lowering rates and lowering the dollar and the value in those, those dollars. The U.S. dollar looks really strong right now. Again, we don't believe that's going to continue for much longer, and that will probably help fuel a stock market rise. But you'll also start to see the gold and silver price rise as a result. At some point as well, just to go – just to, to digress for a moment, at some point as well, the physical market – is going to dictate the pricing in, in gold and silver. We've already seen that as a result of, of the U.S. Mint closing, prices on those Liberty coins have gone up in terms of the premium. And I think that when the price of gold and silver does start to move, the premiums are going to rise rapidly. And it looks like from, from this standpoint, from where we are today, with a market low and there's no supply, I could only imagine what it's going to be like when the prices actually start running. So when we say, yes, it's better to be a month early, we were talking about getting in it before the market moves. In some cases, we want to add to that now and say, you want to be in early because you want to be able to get the product before you your hands are tied and you absolutely can't. But looking at currencies, you can see that gold is not down in most currencies. It's up year over year in pretty much every currency except the U.S. dollar. So you have this strange view on the market that I think will eventually write itself and you're going to look at the last six months and say that it was that it was a crazy aberration and you'll you'll start to see the markets move and if for anyone who says how much longer are we there yet um you know every day we're one step closer every day that the market has another one of these pullbacks and the and the physical markets get strained we're one step closer to turning around and i think that uh we're going to talk about this a lot with the aiden sisters as well so i'm really looking forward to that interview well the thing is as well as as you know we're recording this show thursday afternoon the dow jones is down 115 points that's the third losing day um oil is trading at 48.50 a barrel that's west texas crude but if you take it in canadian dollars and we we export oil 
uh, you know, from Alberta. We we export it. Now that becomes sixty dollars a barrel. It's not forty eight dollars a barrel. It's over sixty dollars a barrel. So has it really gone down? You know, when you beat down a currency like Canadian currency is one thirty, it means that the average person is going to suffer. They're going to pay more in the grocery store, more in the retail stores, because most of the product comes in from the U.S., and you're going to be paying a premium. And there's only so long or so much you can hold off as a retailer or selling any goods. If you're paying a dollar for something and now all of a sudden you've got to pay a dollar ten, you're going to pass that off to the consumer. And you can hold off as much as you can, but you're not going to work for nothing. You're not going to take the loss. So you're going to put the prices up. And, you know, the consumer out there in Canada is really going to feel the pinch. We are in probably a recession, and nobody wants to say we're in a recession. There's not too much we can do. You know, they sneeze in the States. We catch a cold in Canada. It's as simple as that. We're an exporting country, whether it's oil, whether it's minerals, whether it's timber, you know, in actual fact, out west, they're burning all the timber down with the forest fires. But it's, but we import so much product. You know, we don't grow grapefruits and oranges in Ontario. You know, so when you want that, you're going to go in the store and you're going to start paying premium. And a lot of other things on, on U.S. beef and God knows what mm-hmm. else. So look at where you are. Look at the markets. Most people have not made a penny the average person in the stock market, even though it's done well in the States over the last four years, the companies that have done well are the companies on the NASDAQ. I don't know many people that have a 1,000 shares of Google or Apple uh, or any of those stocks. Most Canadians are playing penny stocks, hoping to hit a home, you know, own 10 stocks and hoping to hit a home run on two of them. It hasn't happened. In the mining stocks, every mining stock is virtually down. It's probably not a bad time to even be looking. You know, we shouldn't be recommending, but it's not a bad time to be looking because they've been beaten up so badly that gold and silver will move up. And when they move up, so will the stock market in, in the mining sector. One eight seven seven eight silver is the number to start investing. Guildhallwealth.com is the website. As you mentioned, Jeremy, the Aiden sister is going to be on the show next week. Uh, quite simply, why are people buying? The people we're seeing buying every single day, they are looking for security. We're not necessarily seeing, yes, there's that hint of they can make a lot of money. There's a lot of opportunity. But the major overall feeling is that people want security. They know that putting the money into a, into a bank account, you're, you're getting less than 2% on your money. In a savings account, you're not beating inflation. Yes, holding gold and silver might cost you 1.25%, which you'd be passing up holding it in, in a savings account. But even if you held that for five years, that's six and a quarter percent on the chance that gold and silver, which are extremely undervalued right now, could double, triple, or, or, or quadruple in price in the next five years. You know, we're talking about currencies. And I really like uh, the website goldprice.org because you can log on. You don't even log on. You can, they've got these great charts you can look at. And, for example, gold, this is, this is crazy. If you look at a gold a gold chart on there, you would see that in over the last five years, in U.S. dollars, the price of gold is down eight point two percent. So we're not really in panic territory there. But if you were to look at it in euro terms, the last five years you're up eight percent, and in the last year you're up three percent. 
Now, if you were looking at a currency like the ruble, which has had issues in the last uh, year and a half, in gold terms, you're up 72% in the last five years. There's a reason you hold gold in your portfolio. It's to protect against the currency issues. Euros had them. Right now, the U.S. is benefiting from a stronger dollar, so gold is looking weak in that currency. If we look at at the Canadian dollar, which obviously uh, all our listeners out there are mostly Canadian, we're looking at a 14 15% increase in the last five years in terms of the currency. So this is a good reason to have gold in your portfolio. It's an overall hedge against currency devaluations. We're talking about it today. The US, the, US, the Canadian dollar falls by 30% over the last year and a half. Well, guess what? It's, it's holding its own if you were holding gold. If you actually bought gold at the top of the market at $1,900, which, by the way, I did, I also bought gold at $500 an ounce, so I'm not too worried. But even if I did buy it at 19 which I did, <laughs> today it's worth over $1,500. So am I really panicking about my holdings right now? Absolutely not. This is a long-term hold. I'm going to make up for that $1,500, that $400 shortfall at some point in the future. I don't really care. Right. It's all about accumulating. This is my opinion. Accumulating. You have enough so that you can feel secure. That's what we're seeing people buying today. They're trying to get into the market to feel that security and know that when this market turns around, because they all do, markets are cyclical, they stand to, to have a great opportunity with something that Gold they Gold for hold. your golden years, right? Yeah, right. that's yeah. what um, Mr. Salente, Mr. Right? Salente. But the, the interesting thing, I paid a bill today for some diamonds that I purchased uh, actually the beginning of May. Uh, at the time I purchased the product, it was 1.2 US. I paid the bill today, it was 1.3. I lost $19,000 in the currency exchange. Nice. You know, we didn't put the prices up on, on the diamonds, which now we've got to you know, probably put our prices up uh, next month because the currency is 30% different to where it was last year. From May the 1st, it's a difference of 10%. That's huge. That's absolutely huge. So, you know, to own gold and, and silver makes a lot of sense. It's easy to buy. You can buy the physical product from us, um, take it home. We don't advise you to keep a lot of product at home. You know, a 1,000 ounces of silver weighs 70 pounds. You buy 5,000 ounces of silver. There's no way that you can put that in a safety deposit box because it's tiny. So, you're gonna, you know, you want to rent a big box or people say, well, I can hide it at home. Not the smart thing to do. No. There's a lot of home invasion. I don't keep a, a dollar's worth of silver or gold at home. It's in, you know, in a secure, safe depository that we have where we can allocate, segregate your product, give you the bar numbers. Uh, you can visit the product with 24 hours notice. That is a great, great way. Go to our website, guildhallwealth.com. Right-hand side is our e-commerce store. Open an account. You can place an order online. One of our representatives will get back to you whether you want to pay in U.S. or whether you want to pay in Canadian, whether you want it delivered or whether you want to put it into the depository is completely up to you. But you need to get into this market. Everybody has, you know, home insurance, car insurance, life insurance. Why not insure your wealth, your capital by owning some gold and silver? Because in the long run, you will make a lot of money. One eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealth.com and a reminder till the end of this month, July, you purchase a one hundred ounce bar through the e store, you will receive a one ounce silver 
Maple Leaf as well. Jeremy, I'm going to put you to the test. Do you have good pricing? That is the question that I'm throwing at you right after the break. So we'll take a short one right here on The Real Money Show on Talk Radio, AM 640. And back into The Real Money Show, one eight seven seven eight silver online to guildhallwealth.com or guildhalldiamonds.com. This is a segment we love to talk about diamonds. Want to get right into this, Paul? I'm going to ask you because this is something we were, uh, we're uh, discussing off air and uh, probably something people who are just getting into the uh, the diamond investment uh arena with you guys would ask and that is uh what can i what, what can buying purchasing an investment diamond a color diamond achieve for someone's portfolio good question john um, what we look at is if you're looking to retire in the next 15 20 years this is just a great investment if you're looking to pay for your children's education you know this is a great time to be holding a diamond you know, 10 to 15 years down the road when you're looking to pay for the kid's education, the diamond is going to be worth a lot of money. If you're really tired of the stock market and uh, you're looking for an alternative investment, natural fancy colored diamonds is the way to go. Now, it has a proven track record over the last 40 years since they've been keeping records, and this is from um, dealers, uh, manufacturers, large retailers, uh, natural fancy colored diamonds have never dropped in price in the last 40 years. It's portable wealth. You can literally hold millions of dollars in the palm of your hand. There's no volatility with natural fancy colored diamonds, such as we've been through the savings and loan crisis, uh, real estate drop in the late 80s, the dot-com bubble, uh, and in 2008, we had the subprime financial crisis. And we can even look at Greece, which is, you know, another basket case. Uh, but we won't hear about that for the next six months. But that's going to return. It's like a, a bad penny. It's going to show up again. Mm-hmm. There's no way that that's going to stay as it is. So it's a great investment. Also, natural fancy colored diamonds, they're an insurable asset. You can't insure the stock market. You can insure your house, but you can't insure you know, anything that you buy uh, as a commodity. There's no bureaucracy when you're purchasing a natural fancy color diamond. It's completely confidential. When you're dealing with us, it's between you and us. And you get an unbelievable return on investment. Now, natural fancy colored diamonds uh, come in what the diamonds that we sell come in three grades. It's fancy, intense, and vivid. And then you're looking at the four C's, which is the color, the clarity, the cut, and the carat weight. The stronger the color, the rarer the color, the higher the value of the diamond. Uh, the stronger the color, the higher the value automatically. Now, clarity is important when you're buying a natural fancy colored diamond. Again, the top, top clarity of internally flawless or VVS or VS holds a higher value. Certain shapes in natural fancy colored diamonds as the cuts, whether it's a brilliant cut, cushion cut, radiant cut, pear-shaped cut, also increase the value of the diamond. And then we get into carat weight. The larger the diamond you buy, especially in yellows, the more it's going to increase in value. One eight seven seven eight silver is the number, guildhalldiamonds.com. Jeremy, let me ask you the same question. I'm thinking about uh, purchasing a diamond. What can it do for my investment portfolio? Well, let's, let's look at, uh, at children's education. You're looking at uh, having to prepare about 16, 17 years in advance. Mm-hmm. So let's say you purchased a diamond and wanted to hold on to it for about 15 years. Uh, we did a, a colored diamond comparison recently uh, looking back to 2012, midway through 2012, to see 
uh, what the inventory we had back then just to compare what it w- what it looks like today. Right. And and one of the things we noticed, and this is to answer the question, one of the things we noticed is we actually didn't sell fancy yellows at the time. Intense diamonds, even three years ago, were more readily available than they are today. And uh, But if you were looking at an intense diamond, you could have purchased an intense diamond for around the mid-teens, high-teens. today. a per-carat. Per, yeah, and we're talking about the one-carat level, internally flawless, again, yellow, intense. Today, those diamonds are selling comfortably in the mid-20s, uh, anywhere from 23 to 25,000. So we've seen in the last three years about a 36% increase on, in, again, sorry, two and a half years, a 36% increase. If you look and, and consider where that could be in 15 years, you start to realize that this could pay for a good majority of someone's education without actually having to outlay too, too much at this time. The other thing is as well that you've got to look at, if you look at the currency, um, you know, 18 months ago, we were basically on par. Right. Now we're trading at 30 cents on the dollar. Worse than 11 so even years, if you right? Made, if you bought a diamond two and a half years ago, not only have you made 36%, you've made 30% on the currency. So if you bought a stone, you know, just say for $20,000, you've made another $6,000 because all natural fancy color diamonds, or all diamonds, are purchased in U.S. dollars. Though you go into a store in Canada, whether sure. you go to Yorkdale, wherever you go, they're going to price it out in Canadian, but they're all purchased starting off in U.S. dollars. So when you're paying 30% more, as Jeremy said, stone's up 36%, add another 30. You're doing pretty good. Now, again, this is this is a, a, an investment level for someone with a basic budget for a natural fancy color diamond. And uh, again, right now it could get in for, uh, let's say, just under 25000 And in five years, that diamond will, on paper, value-wise, should comfortably be co- comfortably around double at that point. And then it will increase even further in the 10-year mark. What I like to tell my clients is, look, I want you to look at this diamond where it goes in five years. You're going to see a nice increase. Mm-hmm you're going to want to see more. And at the 10-year mark, you're going to be extremely happy that you purchased that diamond. It's like looking back on real estate today. Wouldn't you have been glad to have gotten in 10 years ago? Well, wouldn't you have liked to have gotten involved 15 years ago? And it's the same thing with diamonds. The insane prices of today are the same prices of tomorrow. So in 15 years, the client could could at that point start to think about their exit from the market because they're looking to put it towards an education. Well, 15 years, they're going to look back and say, I paid a pittance where most people are are fighting every year for an 8% gain in the market, not not taking into consideration what could happen in three years, what could happen in 10 years. You know, we, we've talked about all the different things that could happen in a market, whether it was the savings and loan crisis or the dot-com bubble or the subprime crisis. There's always a crisis around the corner. And really high-end color diamonds like this have fared very well. That's now you're talking about your average investor. Let's just take because you've sent me this this comparison chart and it's it's awesome. I want you to make mention of this. Let's talk about someone at level more of an accredited investor who's say mm-hmm. going after a pink diamond. How about the returns percentage on that? Because this this chart is just out of control. Right, and right? and and we know looking at the Color Diamond Research Foundation and they've looked at a cross section of over twenty major color diamond dealers that pink diamonds are up over 320% in the last 10 years. And that is just based on pure rarity. Yep. 
If something is rare, it's going to be wanted. And one of the, the really nice things about the diamond market in this respect is that it's such a small market. There's such, there, there's such a lack of supply. Demand is always there. You don't discuss demand. You talk supply and the limited supply. And so it's very difficult for central banks to try to control the price or try to control the sentiment in the market. It is a natural market. Price discovery is completely based on the market itself, which is refreshing in today's environment. Mm -hmm. And so when you look at a pink diamond, for example, uh, an intense pink 0.27, so you're, you're talking just over a quarter carat, where you could have bought one um, three years ago for 20000 Today, it's pushing 50000 That's crazy. So, yes, 20000 might have seemed like a lot back then, but today you'd look back and say, yeah, that was, that was amazing. You I, paid 20000 for a car three years ago. What's it worth now? Six grand? Four grand? Yeah, right. right. You know I, what I mean? I, I'm just putting a car in. I'm getting a new car today. I don't want to tell you what I lost on it. <laughs> That's what I mean, right? I've less than three years, but I know, and, I've, and I've took a real kicking. Of course you have. I, I had a client who bought a .32 Intense in 2011 for about 22 and today, uh, last, yeah, in the spring, client was purchasing it for about 38000 wow. close to 40000 So a similar very similar diamond. So we know what, and, and that's not based on us just raising prices. That's based on if we want to, if we want to acquire that stone for the Guildhall collection, it's going to cost more. You got it. And so, you know, you have to get into the market to, to understand the market and to, to really appreciate it. And that's where the fancies become really important that you can get in for, um, 12, 13,000. 13, we didn't sell them three years ago, but if you had bought one, Three four years ago, you probably pay six or seven thousand. Yep. Well, the funny thing is, I mean, this has been the best kept secret of the wealthy for the longest time. They've always owned very high end, natural, fancy colored diamonds. You see royalty, you know, going now. These stones are going into auction and fetching twenty, thirty, forty million dollars in the pinks. They're getting outrageous prices. Um, it is one of the oldest and most concentrated forms of wealth. It's a collectible luxury asset, mm -hmm. and it's a stable asset. I mean, something that keeps on going up and up and up, I want to be involved with. And you have to look as well at there is a diminishing uh, supply of these natural fancy colored diamonds. Mines are closing. There is less product productivity in the mines. Um, there's a more growing awareness of this investment and also, as Jeremy said, a growing demand. I want to congratulate everybody this week that purchased or last week, purchased a natural fancy colored diamond. If you go to our website, guildhalldiamonds.com, you're going to see a lot of diamonds that were put on hold or sold. Uh, we had a pretty good week last week or this week, I should say. Good. And um, we just put together a flyer which is go, was supposed to go out today with six diamonds, and we sold two of them before the flyer even went out you know, to the public. So at Guildhall, we're very, very careful and very selective of the type of diamond we buy. We go out of our way to buy the best of the best. What we le you know, leave, somebody else is buying. And that, for us, uh, is a great thing because we only want to sell the best. Because somewhere down the road, whether it's 10 years or 15 years, you want to come back and sell that diamond, we're happy to take it back from you. We had two calls this week. I had a call actually yesterday from somebody that purchased a diamond from uh, one of our competition five, six years ago. Um, and they called up to resell the diamond back to them. And the 
the person said at the other end, actually it was the son of the person, said, well, we don't you know, buy diamonds. We only sell diamonds. That's We're nice. not interested in taking your diamond back. Whereas for us, we've picked the best diamonds. So we know that somewhere down the road, if you don't put it into a piece of jewelry, you're going to bring it back. I'm happy to sell that diamond because it's like one of my kids. When I buy a diamond, you know, I've chosen, chosen well. Jeremy, uh, how do we get more info? You've convinced me. I need more info, right? Well, simply you can give us a call, uh, go to the website, and uh, you can contact us through the website. And I think the best way to learn about the diamonds is to sit down and and have a meeting where you can look at the diamonds and, and understand the quality of the diamonds. Because when you do that, you can see why Guildhall has a sense of pride of ownership of the product that we've acquired. And it does translate for every person who gets involved in colored diamonds that they can feel that same pride of ownership i paul was just talking about people who sometimes overpay for diamonds that are less uh that are inferior quality we we run into that every single week we we hear from people who've purchased smaller diamonds or you know less less quality and they paid a little bit it doesn't mean that they're not necessarily going to make money it just means that you need to hold on to that diamond for a significant amount of time. They all have moved yep. up, but if it's an inferior, I don't want to say inferior quality, but less quality, you're going to wait a longer time. Now, when it comes to selling even a, a fancy yellow today, as an example, you're not necessarily going to be looking to sell that in five years. And if, if liquidity is an issue, then it's not for you. Right. If, you can, if you're thinking, okay, at best I might sell it in 10 years and look to have made comfortably – uh, over, we would say at that point, you're probably going to be looking at over 10% a year on that that investment, then, you know, you made a very easy investment that you didn't have to watch every day, it wasn't volatile, et cetera, et cetera. 15 years, your, per, your, your rate of return is going to increase even more. The longer you hold it, the better the rate of return year mm-hmm. over year. So it does mean the longer you hold it, the better. Now, just as you were talking about those pinks, you don't have to necessarily wait 15 years to sell a pink, you've outlaid a larger amount, you've bought something more rare, it's going to translate in a better increase in in value. So it becomes something that you could sell a little sooner if you wish. Of course, some people don't want to sell them. It becomes part of the family net worth and something that you can pass along. And that's why these these diamonds kept secret for so many generations because the wealthy were keeping them to themselves. You bet. And the, the key thing as well, John, is every diamond that we have on the website is available. It's not, you know, uh, bait and switch. We don't show something and say, oh, we sold that. As soon as we sell something or, or we've taken a deposit, it says hold or sold. Everything else is available to it. show to you and buy and purchase and take with you. Um, we're the only company, I think, out there that puts a price on the website. We show the price of the diamonds. Not necessarily we always get that price. I mean, there is sometimes a little bit of negotiating, but we show the prices of every diamond. Every diamond you'll see on the website comes with a full GIA, not a half cert, which is a certificate, a full certificate. It tells you everything about that diamond. If the diamond does have an inclusion. It even will map out where that inclusion is. Diamond and DNA. Right? It's, there's, and there's nothing wrong with even mm-hmm. a vivid VVS1, VVS2, or a VS1 mm-hmm. because they're actually only about 5% difference in the price from an internally flawless. You're buying color. It's called natural fancy color diamond. It's all about the color. It's not about the inclusions and the clarity and everything else. Um, Every diamond comes with an independent appraisal. That doesn't mean that that's the price 
that you would get or you know or you're trying to resell it at it's an appraisal that gives you the value if that diamond is stolen or lost you have to go out and find another diamond like that and that's a fair price to be able to go and get an appraisal for or to find that diamond we also have free shipping which is really important so everything that we do is completely transparent we also have on board um, a GIA diamond graduate, which is my daughter, which I'm very proud of, so which helps in the buying of the diamonds. She knows more about natural fancy colored diamonds than any of us because she's taken the courses and she's graded diamonds and she understands, and this is, is very important when we're not only buying a diamond but selling a diamond and making, it, making the customer feel comfortable. We encourage clients to come and see us, make an appointment, you know, we never sell you the diamond. The diamond normally picks you. Mm-hmm. There's, it's always been that way. Uh, you can look at 20 diamonds and something will stand out to you personally. Um, price is an, is, really comes into it sometimes. But if you're going to buy the best, you're going to pay a little bit more. Diamonds, to me, are like real estate. It's location, location, location. If you buy the best, you're going to get the best return. It's as simple as that. One eight seven seven eight silver is the number you want to call. Guildhalldiamonds.com. And as Jeremy and uh, Paul both said, it's key that you go and actually see the diamonds in person because they are absolutely amazing. More of The Real Money Show coming up right here on Talk Radio AM 640. And more of The Real Money Show. One eight seven seven eight silver Guildhallwealth.com. Get the investor kit. Make sure you sign up for the Precious Metal Advisor. I've told you what to call to buy and you know how to buy, but we're going to talk a little bit about pricing, Jeremy. Yes, we get a call every day from someone sa- who says, what's the price? <laughs> no problem. Mm-hmm. The, the bottom line is, is every bullion dealer out there is basically charging the same thing. There's really little difference. So price matching is not a problem. If you see a site out there that says, we price match, yeah, no problem. A- every company can price match. I'll be the first person to say to my clients if there happens to be a company out there that's selling their product at a, at a loss because that happens. I'll tip my hat and I'll tell my client to go out and do it. A, because it means that that company isn't making any profit. And, uh, and B, hey, look, we're all out for the best price. Now, it obviously, it's going to depend on how much you're buying. The more you buy, the better your pricing is going to be. We're all about service here. We're all about loyalty if you're choosing to go with Guildhall, we're going to make sure that over time you're going to get better and better pricing, better and better service. We hope you get the best service right out the gate. It's what we aim for. Yeah, but also, Jeremy, there's three things that when anybody can offer. There's price, there's delivery, and service. Anybody can offer you a, a nothing price if they don't have it because they know you're not going to make that order. Hmm. You know, nobody's going to put out thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars and say, well, when am I going to get in? They say, well, it could be six, eight weeks. You're not buying a couch. When you buy a couch and you go into a store and they say it's six to eight weeks delivery, you put a small down payment and when it comes, you put the rest. Um, you know, so you get, first thing is price. The second thing is, you know, delivery. How quick can you deliver? Do you have it in stock? And for us, we have the product in stock, even though, you know, they're, we're back ordered from, you know, our suppliers on a lot of the product, we do hold inventory. We buy product and we keep product available for our customers, and that's where the service comes into it. So you're getting the price, you're getting delivery, and you're getting the service. When you get three out of three, you've hit a home run. Yeah, and again, it's 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 not just bullion. It's 
It's relationships. It's making sure that you're being taken care of, that you're just not another number at another company. Look, not everyone's going to buy from us. We understand that. We appreciate that. Some clients are going to be happy to go with the company that's charging 10 cents less, even if you have to pay $15 for parking. You know, sometimes that's what happens, and that's perfectly okay. We do have a lot of promotions that that we have at Guildhall. If you listen to the radio show, you know we're always having a promotion. Right now, we do have a promotion for every hundred ounce bar. You get a you get a, a silver maple back. That's getting twenty six dollars off the purchase price. Nice. That's going to save you, uh, you know, more more uh, off that that first purchase. So, we make it really easy for people to get involved. The best way that people get involved in this market is to go to the e store. You can purchase a few 10-ounce bars, get a feel for how it works, get a feel for the payment, get a feel for the service that, mm-hmm. that Guildhall provides, and then you can maybe start to accumulate a few 10-ounce bars every month, a few 100-ounce bars every month. You get involved in that way, and then maybe eventually you say, you know what, now that I have the physical in my possession, now that I know what it feels like to have a real asset in my hands. I want to have this in my RSP. Well, guess what? We do that at Guildhall. Same thing. You you purchase the product. You get your bars allocated, segregated. You can go and personally audit your product. When was the last time you went to personally audit a stock that you're holding in your RSP? Not happening. Not a lot of people can even name the, the stocks that are in mutual funds that they currently own. Our clients know not only what bars their own. They have the serial numbers for the bars that they own. And what a great way to diversify the portfolio. Now, it's not just RSPs. It's TFSA, which is fantastic if you haven't started an investment in the TFSA. This investment could not be easier for that. And of course, it answers the question, well, how do I claim my gains on this investment if if gold goes to the moon? You don't have to. (laughs) So that's the wonderful thing. And we were talking talking in the last segment about uh, college educations. Paul was talking about giving an ounce to his grandkids. And me. And you. Eventually. Just throwing that out there. You can do gold and silver in your RESP. Why not put some gold and silver in the RESP today, knowing that the price is way undervalued, knowing that the market could be huge 10 years from now. And all you have to do is look at the past past performance of, of gold and silver, and you can say, you know what? Ten years from now, I'm sure it's going to be much, much higher. Mm-hmm. What a good time to get involved. Getting into the RSP, TFSA, Lira, RIF, all of it, it's so very easy. All you have to do is give us a call. We're more than happy to walk you through. And if it's not for you, it's not for you. But I can tell you right now, people are really liking this vehicle, and they like the idea that it gives them protection they they know they have the security knowing that the product is really there it's really allocated and they can go and visit and they get that peace of mind knowing that they own the hard assets and we hold their hand through the whole process even though we partner with Questrade that you know is the custodian of the account that's who you open the account with we do the buying for them and this is a great great way to own gold and silver as jeremy said you know, if you if you want to put this into an account for your kids, you can set up and buy gold and silver and put that into to one of these accounts. It's important that you have some insurance against volatile times. I always say to clients, you know, would you sell me your house for what you paid for it? 
You know, I visited somebody the other day. They've been in their house for 60 years. Oh, I'd love to have that. Just off of Bathurst and Lawrence. And Imagine if you bought a diamond 60 years ago. <laughs> anyway. Or gold I mean, 60 years ago. <laughs> the, the whole point is, would you sell me the house for what you paid for it? And that house from 60 years has been through three basic sell-offs where the price has plummeted as much as 40% on on homes like prices of homes in a period you know in the 70s and the 80s um we've had the subprime in the states if you look i mean i wouldn't say to somebody in florida or arizona or las vegas or nevada would you sell me a home for what you paid for it because they would throw it at me so quickly but i'm talking about a good sustained market like toronto it doesn't go down. It only goes up over a period, even if we do have a little bit of a sell-off. The same thing with gold and silver right now. It's undervalued, underpriced. It can only go up. If silver's trading at $14.60, can it go down to a dollar? It's not a stock. It's not Nortel that was trading at $100 and went to zip. You know, it's not BlackBerry that at one time was over $100 and is $10, $11. Gold and silver will not go down to those prices. So there is more upside than there is downside. If silver's fourteen sixty and we were at forty nine dollars in May two thousand and eleven, do we think we can take out the forty nine dollars? I think so. I'm betting on it. I've got my own skin in the game. I own gold and silver and I think that this is a great, great time to buy and make money. One eight seven seven eight silver is that number. Guildhallwealth.com is the website. The e-store is located there. Let's talk about minimums, Jeremy. If for RSPs, registered accounts, uh, you're looking at about $5,000 to, to be involved in that market. If you want to buy from the e-store, whatever makes it convenient for you, understanding that there is a uh, just about $29 delivery fee, uh, if you're buying under five thousand dollars, so you want to just gauge that. Of course, but you if can you pick set it up, an appo- it doesn't cost you anything. Yeah, right. you could set up an appointment to come pick up the product. We don't uh, we don't work at the depository, so we make sure that your product is available for pickup. And uh, financing accounts, you could look at something like a thousand ounces, where you'd probably be looking at putting in less than five thousand dollars to acquire that thousand ounces. So that's something that a lot of people are looking into these days. And for the depository, I think you want to have about five hundred ounces of silver or more to make it worthwhile. Where you can look at the cost of doing business and say, yes, the risk reward here in terms of what my outlay is, it's going to make a lot of sense. We, we have a, a document that we created. Uh, we're more than happy to mail it out to clients about, about storing your product at home. So for those who have already gotten involved in this market, fantastic. Get this document to learn how to properly store your product and make it very safe. And, uh, of course, if, you want, if you're looking to, get in, to just get some new information about this market, if this is brand new to you and you say, you know what? Yeah, let's start exploring this market a little bit. I'm not ready to do anything just yet. You can sign up to the Precious Metal Advisor. You can also call, uh, go on to our website and uh, fill out the form for the Get Started Kit, mm-hmm. and we'll show you everything you need to know about this market so that you can make the decision for you and your family. How about a little investment bling on the side, maybe an entry-level diamond to go with that silver, right? Well, now you're after my own heart, John. <laughs> but, of course, if someone is looking for a, a market that has very little volatility, if any, and consistent gains, it would be the colored diamonds. We're passionate about that. We'd love to show you what those diamonds can do for you. And all you have to do is just give us a call. We're more than happy to help you. 
Good wrap for another week, guys. The number one eight seven seven eight silver. The website is guildhallwealth.com. The investor kit, the precious metal advisor, is located there. As is the e story. You should be starting investing uh, the easy way and get your uh, get your feet wet in that regard. A reminder: till the end of this month, you purchase a one hundred ounce bar through the e story, you will receive a one ounce silver maple leaf to go along with. This has been the Real Money Show on Talk Radio AM six forty.